We are so excited that you're about to listen to the Cultivate OKC podcast. The podcast is a product of the Cultivate OKC Venture Accelerator. Our hope is that Oklahoma City will become famous for an atmosphere of flourishing. We believe in a courageous and connected movement of entrepreneurs leading redemptive ventures will play an outsized role in that story. Today's episode is a chapter in that story. Now let's jump in. Hello, this is Tracy Zerdin with the Cultivate OKC Venture Accelerator podcast. And today we have an episode with Smarter Firms. They were fellows in our second cohort. And we're going to talk to Zach Ball, who is an attorney who is also a triathlete. He says he's a recovering triathlete. And Eric Patrick, who is a data enthusiast, who also actually traveled with the band Corn. So as you can see, this is a diverse group of humans, and I know that you will enjoy it. Hello, and welcome back to the Cultivate OKC podcast. If this is your first time joining us, or you just need a little refresher about who we are, Cultivate is a venture accelerator for Oklahoma City. And our passion, our vision is to connect entrepreneurs who are looking towards more of just an ethical business mindset and are working towards what we call redemptive entrepreneurship. And so... We're here today to talk to some of our fellows that have gone through our program from cohort two. And I have Zach Ball and Eric Patrick, co-founders of Smarter Firms. Thank you all for joining me today. Hello. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Awesome. Um, So let's start with telling us something about yourself. Uh, Zach, your, your bio on our website says you're a recovering triathlete, triathlon runner, triathlete. Is that right? Triathlete. There That's you right. go. <laughs> uh, it's, it's in my past at this point. Uh, but yeah, I uh, really it started when I was in law school. I needed an outlet um, that did not include anything to do with school or studying. So I started running and biking and then swimming and started doing triathlons around town. And ultimately, I ended up doing a couple of what are called Ironman triathlons, um, which kind of wrecked me and ended the career <laughs> because of all that was involved in training for those and doing those. But um, I'm I'm glad I did them, and I'm I'm glad I'm not doing them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Recovering. That's that's the whole point. Recovering. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> Eric. What about you? Tell us something. Not are you a recovering basket weaver? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, let's see something about me. So um, I, I'm married for uh, 23 years now. I have four kiddos uh, from graduating college this year down to uh, just finished freshman year of high school. Um, I'm relatively new to the legal industry. The last five years, I've I've done a lot of business uh, cool things, but. One interesting thing is I got to work in the music industry for several years and um, toured with heavy metal rock bands and ended up doing a three-month European tour with the band Korn um, to highlight that. So, uh, yeah, that was a fun 
fun uh, blip on the resume. <laughs> There's, it's so interesting to me how, and you guys are a perfect example of that because you can look at somebody and they do something and you know what they do right now, but you have no idea what interests or what things they've been a part of or their family or things that just you would have never pinpointed for. And it's just so cool. Like there's a, there's jobs for everything out there. Like somebody has to be making carpet, but you know, you've never met that person. So it's cool to <laughs> um, get connected and see, see what everybody's about. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about um, smarter firms. What do the, what do you guys do? How did that, how did that get started? So Smarter Firms is a control panel for law firms, growth-minded law firms. And the way that got started, uh, Zach and uh, a few other guys had, had started a law firm in here in Oklahoma City, Metro, um, back in 2010, 2011 timeframe. And uh, as, that, as that continued to grow, they brought me in to be the chief operating officer of the law firm and handle uh, kind of the marketing business side of the firm. And uh, as we began to grow, we were, you know, the, the firm was five people or so, and that is today about 50 people in five offices in three states and um, uh, grown quite significantly. But to do that, we needed data to run the business and make business decisions. So we built an internal reporting software. It didn't exist in the legal industry in a format that um, there are a couple people trying to do it, but it was basically just advanced Excel reporting. And we needed something that was real time and would give us um, the, the data we needed to make uh, really great decisions for the firm. And uh, after we did that and enjoyed that, uh, <laughs> that process, um, we had some friends ask if they could use it. And we, we decided maybe we were onto something. And so we went to a legal tech conference, set up a booth, showed some fake screenshots of what the product could be and just to gauge interest. And people were fired up. Law firms were so excited that this was a possibility. And so we came back and got to work on it. And uh, at the end of 2020, released our MVP out into the world. And, um, and now law firms can use our software to know what's going on in their law firm uh, at any time. That's awesome. That's awesome. And the genesis of it is part of what's unique too, because it's you guys made it out of necessity too. And so you built it to service what exactly it needed to do because you were experiencing it yourself. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit more about what sets y'all apart with that? I mean, obviously, like I said, the genesis of it, because you guys were in it, so you knew, but what else about smarter firms just makes it pop? Yeah, I, th I think our secret sauce is actually that we we learned very quickly that, um, well, I say learned, we knew very quickly that um, we, you know, we don't think like everybody else thinks. Other business leaders think differently. They want to see different data. Uh, they want to see it in different formats, all those things. And so what we decided to do was stay really close to our customer and really understand their needs, their pain points, what it was they were trying to fix. We knew what we were, what we needed, but we're not everyone. And so I think building a solution for us was a good starting point to get something going. But um, our secret sauce is in really listening to our customer and really finding out what is it their goals are, what is it their needs are, and then building into the roadmap of the software and 
and and where we're headed uh, really to meet the needs of the broader community. We want to take a quick moment to thank our partners, Praxis Labs out of New York and Flourish OKC. Praxis is a creative engine for redemptive entrepreneurship supporting founders, funders, and innovators motivated by their faith to love their neighbors and to renew culture. Flourish OKC is a collection of experiences, storytelling, and educational exchanges that explore value they want to see cultivated in Oklahoma City, including education, restorative justice, and resettling refugees. Cultivate OKC would not exist without our amazing partners, and we thank them. Now let's jump back into the podcast. Um, okay, so and we'll talk about Cultivate in a second, but can you tell us a little bit more about where you guys are headed? Kind of what what the bigger vision is now now that you've got a solid foundation of you've got people that are interested and um, the testing is out of the way. Where are you headed? Well, we we think we have a really strong product but it 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 has um room for improvement and so we but we think it's well worth the time um an investment to make those improvements because they're like eric already said there's a real need for this and there's a really big market for it um and so there's lots of opportunity to serve lots of law firms um and so we're really looking and trying to invest in back into smarter firms um, on the development side um, like eric said really getting to listen to our customers and what it is exactly they need and are looking for so that we can truly hit product market fit um, and have something that is really exceptional um, you know, that uh, when you're doing something, something like this, I think the hardest part is just putting that first product out there in the market because it's never really what you want it to be. Um, but you have to, you have to start somewhere. And so we've done that. We've made that first step and we're excited about really pouring into it and seeing what it truly can become and will become. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. No, and that's so important is that process because like you said, it is, it's what makes the product is, is that process. So I'm just curious because I don't know anything about any of this, but when you look at the product of smarter firms, and this could be a different answer for both of you, maybe you have the same answer, but what is something that like, when you saw it work and when it saw, when you saw it come to life like what part of that just made you guys like oh this this is super cool yeah for me it it was the speed uh of getting data right like um because without this tool i mean you really are running these excel reports and you're doing you know v lookups and pivot tables and all these things to get to data and and it takes i mean it was taking hours and hours to get to the data we needed to make decisions 
and to be able to click a button and it was there, you know, immediately, um, was that was the point. It was like, Oh man, people need this tool. Like, like this is, this legitimately saves attorneys and managing specifically managing attorneys, you know, uh, people who are managing law firms, um, saves them significant time so they can get back to serving clients. They can get back to helping people in need, um, and, and get back to managing the, the firm, uh, and not spend hours and hours, uh, doing these reports. So for us, it was, it, it, as soon as we saw how quick it was, uh, for me anyway, that was, that was what I, I was like, people need this. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Zach? Is it the same? Is it different? I mean, I would say mostly the same one, one of the things that really, um, kind of wowed me was the simplicity of just getting it set up. Um, you know, everyone's probably at this point set up a Gmail account. I mean, it's that easy to sign up, set it up and then boom, you have your data like that, like Eric's saying. Um, and for someone who who spent years and years and hours upon hours pulling data, um, that was pretty incredible. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. When it's definitely something that you have not had fun with doing something for a long time. And then somebody's like, Hey, here, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah it makes a difference. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Cultivate. What has that process been for you guys? Um, what's been, what's been the takeaway now that we're 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 a couple weeks removed from the from the last session. So what is what is life like post cultivate? <laughs> uh, I miss it. Uh, I wish we were uh, meeting again uh, Thursday. Um, I, <laughs> I uh, it was a great group of people. Uh, first and foremost, both the team at Cultivate is awesome, and then the fellows were really uh, great to great to get to know, work with, and, and see, uh, the impact they're making as well. Um, for me, cultivate was, uh, an interesting process. I didn't, I didn't know a lot about it. Um, before we went through it, we kind of came in late in the process. Uh, but we were really thrilled to, to get to participate because we, we weren't sure where smarter firms was going to go. We had been through, um, some series of setbacks and well advances and setbacks we'd we'd signed a term sheet with a with a venture capital group and then that had kind of fallen through and and we just weren't sure where we needed to go with smarter firms and so we really came to cultivate out of a kind of a, a need of clarity what you know where should this go what what can this be have we thought about this all wrong? Do we need to do we need to either double down on it or sh- or board it up, you know, and and um, tell the law firms that are using it uh, to find something else? Um, and so we, so for us, it was just this uh, a real need for clarity. And and for me, that's what I feel like we we came away with. We we are really confident now um, in in our direction for smarter firms and how we're going to go forward. And, and part of that was just the mentoring process, the one-on-one time, um, with, with some just outstanding people hearing, 
hearing their stories and, and getting their advice on, on what our story was communicating and where they saw it going and um, just very validating to, to what we were thinking. And, um, and then I think for me, uh, as well as personally, it was, a just a real encouragement, the whole, the, the whole process really encouraged me and who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing and, uh, where I'm headed and all those kind of things. So that was, um, I, I think as much as the business side for me personally, it had as, as a, a profound impact. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Zach, do you have anything to add? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to add without repeating everything Eric just said. Um, I think life is just really busy. There's just stuff, things, people. It's just constant barrage. And creating an, an, an intentional space for us to set all of the noise aside and just focus on the business and listening to people who have gone before us and seen success was um, very encouraging and just something that I needed. Um, I hadn't been creating that space and uh, it, like Eric said, it just, it gave some clarity to some things that we needed clarity on. Um, So that was, um, that was a big part of it. Uh, meeting, meeting some of the mentors, um, in addition to the cultivate crew, um, that's, that's something that is going, going to continue. I, you know, I had lunch with one of, uh, one of our fellow fellows yesterday. Um, and we talked about getting together with one of the mentors, um, soon. So things like that, uh, just have a compounding effect. I think, um, that we're going to continue to see the benefit of, and then, um, I would like to say I've always thought of business in a redemptive framework, but I don't know that I really have. Um, and so that's been really good. Um, and it's just, changed the way that internally we talk about business and how we want to move forward in, um, you know, smarter firms or any other venture that may um, come across our plate. So um, I'm, I'm very thankful for that uh, sort of journey into what redemptive, what the redemptive model looks like. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that even, our team is, is continues to evolve with thinking about what redemptive entrepreneurship is. And I think especially the day that we had like uh, Peter Greer, Mel Murray and Chris Horst come out, um, they talked about how redemptive entrepreneurship wasn't like, oh, you complete Cultivate, here's a badge. You're now a redemptive entrepreneur. It's like, it's a process. Like going through Cultivate is not just like a one-time program of you get you get the award and you've done it but it's just like uh hopefully what we hope is that it is kind of a a building block and it just sets a foundation so that you can continue to grow and mold because there's no hard and fast rule about 
what a redemptive entrepreneur is supposed to do. And regardless of if you have a venture, you are a redemptive entrepreneur because you've you've decided to do that. And so I think that's something that us as a Cultivate team have started to just really think and shape how, or think of how we should shape the program better without it being a program. Does that make sense? So that's super cool. Okay, I have one last question about smarter firms and then we'll close. Um, How did you decide on the purple? Because that's like, I've never seen the purple on like, anything like that like you know law stuff is serious and purple is fun we had (laughs) yeah we had a great marketing uh person when we launched and she um chelsea and chelsea came up with that and man it was spot on it allowed us to to exactly what you said be fun we're we are relaxed we're i mean we're you know, we work with attorneys all day. Zach is an attorney. Uh, and, and so I think for us, we, the biggest thing is we're just, we want to be approachable. We want to be fun. We want to be transparent. We want to change how people think about attorneys, uh, in the earth. (laughs) And so we, uh, I think that really the purple help, like it just hit that, right. It hit that. We're not, um, trying to be some stuffy, um, law firm type place. So, uh, Chelsea nailed it and, and shout out to Chelsea for doing a great job. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. We're going to wrap up with having, and one of you or both of you, um, (laughs) uh, Zach (laughs) is going to tell us a little bit of like, if you had a mic to the whole world for 15 seconds, what would you say? What's some advice, something you learned, something you just want the world to know? Man, <laughs> that feels like a very daunting question. Um, and I, th- I would probably have a different answer depending on the season um, that I'm in. So what I'll, what I'll share then is just something I was actually thinking about yesterday. Um, I think, you know, you see it in business, you see it in life. It's really easy to be critical of other people. But I think if we all think back on our lives about the people that impacted us the most and brought the most out of us, they weren't the ones that criticized us. Now they may have corrected us, but they were the ones that saw something in us, maybe that we didn't even see and they called it out. And I think um, we all have the opportunity to do that. We all have the power to do that. And if more of us did it, starting with me, (laughs) I think we would see people step into things um, that would make our uh, environments, our offices, our homes, our churches, you know, wherever, better places. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yep. <laughs> that is yeah. something that we for sure need need to focus on, like you said, yeah, ourselves included. So thank you so much, you guys, for sharing this time and sharing a little bit about what you guys do and what you're passionate about. Um, 
this is the conclusion of the next episode of Cultivate OKC podcast. If you would like to learn more about us, you can check out our website at www.cultivate.city. We have just closed our applications for cohort three, but if you have any questions or interested in the next cohort, feel free to reach out. We're on Instagram, Facebook, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Cultivate OKC podcast. We are committed to helping everyone in OKC flourish, not just the privileged, connected, or credentialed, but everyone. That is why we exist, to nurture and multiply that movement. If you're an entrepreneur of a nonprofit or a for-profit and would like to learn more about the Cultivate Venture Accelerator, go to www.cultivate.city for more information. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode of Cultivate OKC.